Hey guys, how's it going? Devin here. So sorry for my late uploads on my previous podcast. I actually put the podcasting down for a second to focus on the Applewood Go Journaling seminar that we had last week. And boy, was it awesome. It was at the Applewood Estate in, in Flint. About 30 people showed up. I know at least 30 people showed up. Or at least 28 people, actually. And the reason why is because I brought 28 handouts and every single one of them got taken. But it was fantastic. It was high energy. And everyone... I had a couple of people just walk up to me, shake my hand, and tell me how much they appreciated that seminar. Also had some fantastic conversation. So that was that was really cool. That was a lot of fun. And... Uh, I definitely learned a lot from it, too. I'm starting to learn a little bit more. What was kind of interesting about that whole crew, and I've noticed this, that, see, when I originally built Go Journaling, I built it with the intention of it, of aiming it towards people like myself, you know, young men or women, who are looking to improve themselves, develop themselves, grow... And all that sort of thing, but you know, oddly enough, that's that's really not the the type of people who's really being a, who's being attracted to this, and who's really getting the most use out of this. What what the people who I'm finding are getting the most use out of go journaling, and what I'm teaching and sharing here is actually uh, actually middle-aged, middle, more middle-aged people. And it seems to have a lot to do with, and you can, you know, definitely carry on the conversation, you know, shoot me an email, tell me what you think. But, you know, it definitely seems that with the march of technology just gaining more and more and more momentum, it's just so rare to see a constructive force that isn't necessarily anti-technology, but teaches you how to reap the benefits that technology just simply cannot bring you and it's actually making me reconsider and really think much more deeply about how i'm promoting and talking about and framing go journaling you see one of the original intentions for go journaling is i wanted to be able to teach people how to easily adopt a system regardless of how deep down the rabbit hole they are as far as technology addiction and just being able to just being un, just having your focus just totally screwed up one of the things that's pretty common these days is it's very very difficult for people to sit down and focus on a book for more than 30 seconds before they start getting fidgety and can't focus on anything and this is of course being realized by marketers and marketing messages are becoming more and more focused more and more or like they're they're also becoming shorter they're becoming it's it's insane we have generations of people who are trained to not pay deep attention to things and i i really want go journaling to be a force to help people easily ease that back into their lives to learn how to pay attention to learn how to grow and it it seems it seems to be getting traction you know this is i've been getting amazing feedback and it's been it's been awesome you know so i'm definitely looking forward to taking go journaling in uh in a new direction 
I actually have on my task list for tomorrow. I'm going to spend a little bit of time on the Go Journaling website, and I'm going to change up the messaging a little bit to focus a little bit more on not once again I need to be clear about this I'm not anti-technology we're just we're just pro thinkers pro focusers you know how to best focus and develop focus and growth and sometimes the fact of the matter is is that technology just isn't the best answer for that because, and I'm, this is actually a concept that I might actually talk about more tomorrow, and that is, you know, you got your software, you got your hardware, or you also got your wetware, and your wetware is nothing other than your brain, and that is a, that is a very important concept that is not talked about much in the realm of technology, so maybe I'll touch up on that tomorrow. Anyways, that's about it. I'll talk to you soon. Take care. Bye. Hey guys, how's it going? Devin here. Today I'm actually picking off, or picking up, off of a little bit of what I talked about yesterday. And I'm picking up off of the wetware conversation that we had. Talking about the importance of being able to absorb information and then work off of it in your brain. So one of the beautiful things about technology is the fact that we can just so easily delegate the thinking to the technology and we don't have to do it ourselves. And this is great. This is very, very useful. There is, however, a lot of things that I firmly believe that we are delegating to technology that maybe we shouldn't, that there's a lot that our brain there are certain jobs that are that it seems like our brain just needs to have. And I know, for instance, one of the big ones that really that we really need to think about more is the more existential questions. You know, why am I here? Is there a creator looking over all of us? And am I am I doing right by him? Am I doing right by my family? Am I doing right by my community? Am I doing all of these things correctly? And keep keeping these, uh, just having the right knowledge, the right understanding, and the right way to know whether or not you're you're meeting these. And this this cannot be these questions cannot be answered by a computer. These questions are answered by the wetware, by your brain, by for lack of better terms, your squishy working memory. I remember back in school when I was little, we would have to do book reports. And doing a book report is the simplest example of us practicing working from the wetware, working from our brains. First, we would read a book. We would then absorb the book into our brains. And then we'd have to distill the knowledge from that book into some sort of useful format. That, of course, being the book report. And now, we're with that being the basic cycle, with a journal or with your computer or with whatever that may be, you know, it's like we, we absorb some sort of piece of information, we let our brain work its magic on it, and then we distill it back out into something useful. 
And it's very much the same thing when... In fact, where I originally know about this whole wetware thing is in... It's a programming term. When... Uh, in order to properly manage a code project, a when you're writing software, you have to be able to organize your code and your project in such a way that you know where to find everything to where you can easily pull the information out from the computer and into your brain and then once you understand the program you're able to work from it and it's the exact same thing you know you can you can get the computer to do a lot for you but if you and this happens with a lot of programming projects if you are unable to absorb back out from the computer what's going on and how it works you can't manage the project and the project becomes unmaintainable development becomes slow if not impossible and good luck fixing anything changing anything doing much anything with it and uh, that's that being able to pull information into your head and easily push it out that is where there is just so much value in terms of journaling every time that you journal you are practicing pulling information out of your head And I've mentioned this before in some of my other talks and in my seminars that your brain is like an oracle. It has all the answers. You just got to be able to ask it the right questions. And being able to communicate with yourself, to talk with yourself, to be able to effectively pull out whatever is on your mind is such a crucial skill. It's such a a great skill to develop. And when you journal, you are developing that because as you journal as you come to understand yourself as you come to understand what you can do what you can't do what you're good at what you need to avoid what makes you happy and what doesn't make you happy you know man the sky's the limit sky's the limit at that point you you get a good sense of where and how you need to operate in order to move fast and uh, start getting great some great amount of pleasure out of what you do. Anyways, that's about it for today's podcast. I'm looking forward to getting this out to you soon. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Hey guys, how's it going? Devin here. So yesterday I met with a really awesome gentleman. I've actually known him for a couple of years, and he owns one of the businesses in downtown Flint here. And we had some fantastic conversations in terms of goal setting and accomplishment. And he said something really interesting. And what he said was, in, in an example, when you want a million dollars, you don't really want a million dollars. You want the feeling of having a million dollars. And when you when you set goals, when you're trying to figure out what it is that you want to do, it is absolutely vital that you are in alignment with what it is that you're act, what you're physically looking to achieve and what it is that you actually want. And it has actually caused me to put a lot of thought into my own pursuits and what I'm looking for and you know what's on my plate right now and one of the things that's actually made me put a lot of thought into is my game development work 
So one thing that I'm consistently putting to the side is my game development work. Just for the simple reason that I... Not that I don't enjoy play-free technologies and go journaling, but... You know, these are things that are making a measurable impact on people. These are things that, when I do them, people greatly appreciate it, and people grow, and people develop, and, you know, things start happening when I focus time and attention to these projects. But my game development work, as, as much as I love the actual process of game creation... The end result is almost always and universally unnoticed and it doesn't really cause any growth or any unique ideas to sprout from people's minds. At the end of the day, my goal is to help people grow, is to give people tools and the ability to to see past themselves, see the bigger picture, to, to be able to focus on themselves and grow themselves and to realize how powerful they are as individuals and the more I think about it, the more I realize that game development fundamentally has very little to do with that now granted I can develop games where that can be brought upon there are some really thought provoking games out there but it, it could take me as many as 30 to 50 hours to develop a game versus, you know, 3 to 10 hours to develop an ebook. And that ebook would probably have a lot more impact than that game would. So, I think it's time for me to really accept that me focusing time and energy into game development work just simply isn't quite right at least not at this point in my life maybe in my later years once I've got everything so into a good rhythm and I'm making plenty of impact and I've you know become more worldly then I can reconsider my position on my game development work but for now I think it's a very good time to just honestly set it aside put it down for a bit and that way I have more energy to focus on, you know, you I, here at Go Journaling. Focus on putting out more content, more more blog posts, more um, more podcasts. And then, of course, with my own business, Play Free Technologies is growing, too. I, it's given me more opportunities to connect with local businesses in the downtown Flint area and grow that, develop that, start making people happy start making things happen start greasing the engine that is uh, that is downtown flint the downtown flint economy a lot of beautiful things going on there will be a time in my life for game development i have no doubt about that ever since i was little i've always wanted to make games but i do know that this is something that it, it's something that while i enjoy doing there are more powerful ways for me to impact the people around me. More powerful ways for me to grow myself and grow others. And game development is definitely one of those things that I can pursue beyond that. And 
or you know once I've once I've grown and established myself more and you know and seen some good things happen but you know that doesn't mean that I'm you know totally abandoning that I know that uh I mean I, I'm a nerd plain and simple but one thing that I've really enjoyed doing in the past is uh is hosting tabletop gaming games and one of the beautiful things about that is it actually gives me a very powerful opportunity that anybody who's playing with me, I'm able to, in a roundabout way, um, you know, coach them while also developing, while also developing a game, basically. So I'm actually looking forward to picking that up again along with my girlfriend, because I see a lot of possibilities there on growing people that you know come and play regularly with me. Anyways, that's about it. You know, the the key lesson here is, uh, I guess, that identifying what your core mission is or your core goal and then just taking a good look at what it is that you're doing right now and just asking yourself, just honestly, is this working? Is this better? Is this helping me complete my goals? And I've had to look at myself in the mirror today and just say, Video games are not helping that right now. Game development is not helping that right now. And it's time to let that go. I guess that's about it. Thank you so much. And I'm very excited to share with you my insights and, you know, just kind of what I'm learning as I'm learning it. Take care. Bye.